Deep work doesn't mean just working. Deep work means getting one task done at a time. And ideally, you want to work on a certain project at a time. You don't want to bounce like a ping pong ball from a task to another, opening tabs, opening your email, going there, going here. No, deep work means focusing on one thing at a time and getting it done uh, with maximum efficiency. Therefore, you won't be allowed to have any breaks. Of course, of course, you won't be allowed to check your phone, check your emails. You won't be allowed to even go to the bathroom, ideally, that uh, that would disrupt you. Uh, Ideally, you don't want to talk to anyone. Uh, Just put on some headphones and uh, yeah, just dedicate 20, 30 minutes uh, to start off with to deep work. You are listening to The Grateful Show with your hosts, Pascu and Bogdan. Join us on our mission to spread awareness around mental health and make people feel happier and overall more grateful. Each week, we bring you an inspiring guest, stories, and a message that will help you become your best self and pursue your life mission. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Grateful Show. In today's episode, you actually have just myself uh, doing a solo And as you can tell from the title, we are going to dive into something slightly different today. And uh, yeah, it is considered to be the superpower of the 21st century. And it's not myself saying that, uh, it's a lot of researchers and a lot of uh, people that um, study this topic um, that um, basically sustain the fact that without this one skill, there's no person out there that will be able to achieve uh, great things in the near future. Uh, And yes, you guessed it, the actual skill, the superpower is uh, deep work. Now, I just want to uh, quickly um, just explain you what deep work actually entails and what it means, because for some of you, it might be a bit ambiguous, like, what do you mean deep work? Like, yes, I am working, like, yes, I know that... um, working for like longer periods of time is more productive, whatever. But yeah, essentially deep work is um, a professional activity that is performed in a state of distraction-free concentration. Uh, And essentially it pushes your cognitive capabilities to their absolute limit, right? Uh, And these efforts create new value, they improve your skill uh, in a certain area and are very hard to replicate. Uh, If you really think about it, uh, your your ability to do deep work has probably been diminishing in the last couple of years, especially. And uh, yeah, um, breaking news, to remain valuable in our economy nowadays, you must master the art of quickly learning complicated things. Uh, Now it really depends on how accustomed you are to what is currently um, happening in in on the global scale. There's things like blockchain, cryptocurrency. Uh, There's a lot of things, metaverse, uh, a lot of things uh, happening. And uh, a lot of you listening will be left behind purely because you don't have the capability of learning quickly. A lot, of, a lot of people might sustain that, oh, I don't have the time. Yes, that might be true to a certain extent, but I would argue that you actually don't have the capability to um, have th- this skill of uh, being able to perform deep work. Now, um, I'm going to... Um, do quite a few paraphrases from a blog I've uh, I've read um, the other week. However, however, I highly recommend you if you cannot read, 
at least please try to listen to the audiobook of Deep Work. Uh, it's a fantastic book and it's really going to help you uh, acknowledge the fact that you are far from doing deep work currently. Uh, and uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, many of us have forgotten how to focus deeply on a single task or never really learned to in the first place. And this is true because if you look back into school, uh, you might have done well enough by basically practicing uh, what you will uh, learn to be called shallow work, uh, which is uh, done day-to-day -day basis with some occasional deep work sessions here and there. And those usually happen uh, right before the end of a semester when you have to do some last minute work, some last minute project, and you're like, oh shit, I have three days to get this done. Let's just eliminate all distractions and get this done. And like a week after you just think about it and you're like, wow, I've been able to actually turn that around so quickly. How did that actually happen? But that's essentially a small glimpse of what deep work truly is. And uh, uh, yeah, in, in order for one to be able to uh, get accustomed and to really benefit from this uh, one uh, fantastic skill, you first have to uh, acknowledge where you are in your life and um, what type of deep work you can basically do. And there's basically four philosophies um, that, um, that help you start using this skill, right? So there's, um, I'm going to go one by one and explain what which one entails. Uh, so the first one is the monastic philosophy of deep work scheduling. And uh, essentially this philosophy attempts to maximize deep efforts by eliminating or radically minimizing shallow obligations. So basically, this is in action. Uh, you have to focus nearly all of your time on deep work. And for example, you have to spend every workday solely on high leverage activities, rejecting all other things that arise. Now, uh, realistically, most probably just like me, uh, you wouldn't be able to do this or sustain this uh, for long periods of time yourself. You have obligations, you have work, you have other things to do. You can't just dedicate an entire year of doing deep work unless uh, yeah, you're very fortunate and you've uh, got yourself into this position to have that freedom, which I congratulate you for. Uh, the second one is a bimodal philosophy of deep work scheduling. Um, this is a bit more, I would say, uh, achievable, yet it's still hard. So this philosophy asks uh, that you basically divide your time, dedicating some clearly defined stretches to deep pursuits and leaving the rest open to everything else. And yeah, essentially you can split your time on an annual, monthly or weekly basis into deep work and shallow work slots, right? So for example, devote the fall and winter to deep work and spring and summer to shallow work. Uh, now, uh, I haven't mentioned, but what does this shallow mean? Uh, that, what does this shallow work actually mean? What's the difference? Shallow work is anything that uh, I got this from the book. So it's literally the author is like, if you if you don't know how to explain shallow work to someone, just tell them that anything that you might call work or task that can be replicated 
uh, by a fresh graduate with like a couple of hours of training, uh, that shall work. If someone that watches a couple of YouTube videos can do the same work as you do in a couple of hours with minimum experience, that's not considered to be deep work. That's just shallow work. Uh, admin stuff, sending emails, doing things that literally suck up your time, though that's definitely not considered to be deep work because you're not creating any value for the world. Or if you are, that's probably super minimum. Uh, moving forward, the third philosophy is the rhythmic philosophy of deep work scheduling. Uh, pay attention because uh, currently myself, I find myself in this situation and uh, this applies to probably most of you. Uh, this philosophy argues that the easiest way to consistently start deep work session is to transform them into a simple regular habit, right? So look at your day and divide it into deep work and shallow work uh, slots. For example, uh, mornings can be for deep work and evenings for shallow work. That's what I'm currently doing. And uh, last but not least, uh, I don't really recommend you follow this philosophy, but if you have no other choice, the last one is the journalistic philosophy of deep work scheduling. And basically what it entails is fit deep work wherever you can into your schedule. Practice deep work sporadically when your schedule allows it. Uh, for example, if a meeting is canceled or you unexpectedly finish something else earlier, just devote that remaining time to do deep work. Uh, again, this is very sporadic and you won't get the benefits uh, that much, uh, realistically speaking. But it's a good starting point, nonetheless. It's a good starting point. Now, uh, I want to talk about... Um, how to basically, uh, I want to give you actionable tips. If you want to look in more into depth with the theory uh, and really uh, get onto those details, again, I'll leave the blog uh, in this podcast episode. And also, also, please do look into reading or listening to deep work. Uh, so basically, you first need to start with the routine, right? Um, we are the sum of the uh, habits we do repeatedly. Therefore, if you want to transform this into a habit, you have to ingrain it into your routine so you can do it uh, again, again, and again uh, until it becomes a habit. So first is location. Um, basically, you have to uh, tell yourself where you will be performing those deep work sessions, right? For my example, uh, I said that I will work from my home office in the early hours of the day. That works for me. That's the preferred location. And uh, you will see that a future later stage, you will uh, see that uh, your brain will be able to identify when you are uh, attempting to do deep work. It will actually know subconsciously your whole body will get prepared like, oh, now we are doing work because you are going through a whole routine. Now, uh, second is after location, you have to look at duration, right? So, um, you can customize this. I would, I would uh, definitely recommend you start with uh, 20, 30 minutes of actual deep work. Uh, and yes, I do mean that because majority of you will will find it hard to do actual deep work. Uh, I'll give you some asterisks uh, later on uh, when we wrap this up. But yeah, essentially for me, my deep work sessions will be 90 minutes with a five to 10 minutes max uh, break in between. Uh, so two blocks of 45 minutes. Uh, now, why would I need a break? Uh, I just have to mention, actually, let's talk about that asterisk now. Deep work doesn't mean just working. Deep work means getting one task 
done at a time and ideally you want to work on a certain project at the time you don't want to bounce uh, like a ping pong ball from a task to another opening tabs opening your email going there going here no deep work means focusing on one thing at a time and getting it done uh, with maximum efficiency therefore you won't be allowed to have any breaks of course of course you won't be allowed to check your phone check your emails you won't be allowed to even go to the bathroom ideally that uh, that would disrupt you uh, ideally you don't want to talk to anyone uh just put on some headphones and uh, yeah just dedicate 20 30 minutes uh, to start off with to deep work now after location and duration you've got structure right uh you need structure and uh the best thing to exemplify i'll just give you my own example that I written down as my phone will be in work mode um, if you have an iPhone now you've probably been given that update where you're able to uh, set your phone in different modes throughout the day depending on what you are doing and yeah my work mode currently is literally I don't get any notification whatsoever uh, excepting from two contacts and uh, repeated phone calls from a couple more contacts. So that's my work mode. Uh, majority of the times I don't get any notifications. So if you attempt to call me, if you attempt to message me and expect a reply, if I'm in that work mode, I won't be able to do so. And uh, yeah, my, my laptop will be switched to do not disturb. I won't get any notifications on that either. I will not open email. I will not open YouTube or any social media. And the goal will be the task at hand and nothing else. That's my particular structure. Now, uh, last but not least, you need requirements, right? So what do you require to get this done? Uh, what? How can you basically maximize uh, the efficiency of this deep work session? Uh, now you have to think about uh, things that you can use to enhance it. Again, these things will not make or break your deep, deep work session, but they will help. And it can be things like drinking water, it can be like uh, listening to some uh, uh, lofty beats, for example, listening to some high frequencies to get you in that state, listening to some white noise on Spotify, YouTube, whatever, uh, having some coffee, of course, if that works for you. Uh, I consider nootropics nowadays, drinking some water, some green tea in the morning, and yeah, just listening to some frequencies. Uh, now, there's a couple of questions that you ha uh, have to ask yourself um, and uh, yes, you will be uh, required to keep yourself accountable and uh, yeah, here here's one of the questions and that is, did I reach my goal for number of hours spent on deep work this week? Uh, you will see if you read the blog and uh, I highly encourage you to do so, you will see that you have to keep an accountability um uh, folder you, where you basically review your deep sessions, deep work sessions and see what went well, what didn't go so well. So from there you can uh, obviously, obviously improve on uh, uh, what you're currently doing. Uh, so yeah, uh, another one would be how many items on my to-do list was I able to complete and um, yeah, what do you want to do? Uh, what do you want to accomplish in the next week ahead? Uh, perhaps what adjustments do you need to do to your task list? Do you need to uh, add less things to your task list? Again, I highly encourage you to have as few things as possible on on your task list, because otherwise 
you will go from deep work to shallow work and just jump from one task to another. Uh, another very good point that I've noticed is uh, adding, adding the pressure of time. Uh, what I mean by that is basically <laughs> the auto recommends this. I don't recommend you start off with this, but if a task should take on average three hours, set yourself a target to finish it in one hour and a half. Would you be able to do it? Most probably not, uh, but you will definitely finish it in less than three hours. From experience, if something takes three hours and you really dedicate one hour and a half to it, it will probably take you around two hours and 15 minutes, but that's 45 minutes uh, uh, that you basically um, won, right? From trying that, from attempting to that. Uh, now, make space for deep thinking again uh when you're doing deep work um you will notice that you'll start uh wondering you'll start thinking about things that you have to do later on you'll start thinking about uh, certain subjects certain things that are on your mind uh and that's basically going to distract you this deep work session is not meant to give you space for any thinking you are there to get the task at hand done and nothing else. And uh, yeah, you'll see that your mind will be playing games on you when you start wondering, especially if you're not meditating. And uh, yeah, little plug, uh, if you haven't checked previous episodes, please make sure to do so. We are always talking about meditation, how to be mindful. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll encourage you to, to check those out. And uh, yeah, you would be able to find two patterns and one is distracting thoughts and uh, the way this basically presents itself is while you attempt to focus on a single problem uh, you experience intruding thoughts about everything from like emails in your inbox to what you'll eat for dinner to how much time do you have left to do this deeper slot uh, and uh, yeah for example uh some some of your thoughts might be uh, like when I get back to my inbox, I'll answer to this person email first because they messaged me 48 hours ago. So, and what what do you need to do to basically con counterattack this uh, distracting thought? Uh, is practice bringing your focus back by telling yourself that you'll address your other thoughts uh, later after you finish this deeper slot and just repeatedly bring your attention back to the problem you are working through. Uh, you will see that in time, this will become a skill as well, and you will be able to focus for longer periods of time. Again, meditation helps massively. Uh, and the second problem that is, again, super common is mental looping, right? So what, what does that mean? Is the way it looks is like... While working through a problem, you come back to what you already know about it, right? And repeatedly without any new breakthrough. And for example, the introduction, um, the introduction of uh, this podcast, right? Uh, I was thinking of how to start this podcast uh, this morning whilst uh, I was preparing and I was like, oh, I should start this way. And then I was like, yeah, well, how else can I start it? Can I start it differently? And then I would be like, yeah, I can start it this way and I can start it this way. And that particular way was literally the same way. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? This is literally a loop. And yeah, once you recognize your loop, looping patterns, uh, direct your focus to the next step and don't allow yourself to dwell on what you already know and just force yourself to come uh, come up with new breakthroughs. And uh, yeah, this is essentially uh, important when you are doing deep work. Uh, practicing memory games is something that uh, the author mentions again. 
uh, choosing your digital tool set wisely uh, we can go on and on about this uh, this whole idea of deep work uh, obviously the author has uh, written quite a few other bestseller books one of them is digital minimalism which I'm currently reading uh, but yeah Carl Newport is absolutely extraordinary uh, just listen to the book and you'll see what I mean um, and yeah, there's, there's definitely other other uh, examples and tips and strategies, but I would say if you've taken anything out of this podcast, let that be the fact that you have to start practicing deep work. Uh, you will see benefits in time. Uh, you just have to start implementing this straight away because it's super important. No matter what you're currently doing, whether you're pursuing a project, arts, uh, doing charity work, starting a podcast, starting a business, whatever it might be, deep work is something that will benefit you massively. And uh, yeah, with that said, hopefully you found this valuable. Again, I will be uh, linking the blog. Uh, and uh, again, I will link the book as well uh, to make it easier for you. Uh, but yeah, essentially, uh, check it out. It's super, super, super useful. It's been helping me last couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, with that said, this was Pascal. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast specifically, and you haven't already, please uh, go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating review. Let us know what you're enjoying uh, the most about the podcast. We've got quite a few guests um, scheduled by the time this goes live. We've probably recorded like three new guest shows. And uh, yeah, we'll be taking a break soon in December and beginning of January. Uh, and we'll be recording way, way more episodes with guests to bring you even more value. So with that said... Thank you for listening till the end. Uh, I am Pascal and you guys stay grateful. Thank you so much for sticking all the way till the end. This shows that you are serious about taking your life to the next level and doing that through a perspective of gratitude. If you enjoyed this interview, it would help us massively if you could give us a 5 star rating review on iTunes or else share this on your stories and tag us. This way, with your help, our message will be seen by more people and together we will make this world a better place.